It's equivalent actually to us sending an Olympic swimming pool worth of light out and just detecting a single droplet of light, if you like, coming back. Hello, the quantum hydrogen sensor. No, it's not an upgrade for the flux capacitor, but it's a new technology that will help us remain safe as the world ramps up to the use of hydrogen. BP's hydrogen plant at Teesside aims to produce one gigawatt of blue hydrogen starting in 2027 capturing and sending for storage up to 2 million tonnes of carbon dioxide in the process and creating a clean energy vector. Sounds too good to be true? Well, it is great, but there are also challenges. To find out more, I spoke to Tim Totten, advisor for hydrogen, CCS at BP. How does hydrogen fit into the new energy economy that BP is imagining? We think hydrogen has a really huge potential in decarbonising the energy system. In our net zero scenario in the Energy Outlook, which was published last year, by 2050, hydrogen accounts for 16% of total final energy consumption. One of hydrogen's great strengths is its versatility, so it can be used across the energy system in a, a number of different end uses whether that's in industry, providing high temperature heat, or indeed as feedstock in existing industrial use of hydrogen, or in other parts of the energy system. So heavy duty transport, whether that's in aviation, or in shipping, or in heavy duty trucks, or indeed in domestic heating, and perhaps even in power generation. So it has really broad application across the energy system, particularly in hard to abate sectors. So not trying to compete with direct electrification, we think that generally speaking where we can directly electrify things that will be the most efficient way of decarbonizing an energy system but there are pockets which are hard to decarbonize through direct electrification and that's where we think hydrogen has a great opportunity to play a, a significant role. Robin Yellow, Digital Science Principal at BP. The current state-of-the-art for hydrogen sensing means that the sensor itself has to be in the plume of gas. Obviously, that means you've got to be close to where the leak is to detect it. And that is compounded by the fact that when hydrogen burns, it burns with a clear flame. So the first you know about it is when you're in it. Uh, it's very important if we're going to scale up hydrogen production and usage that we can detect hydrogen leaks at a distance. Hydrogen itself is very buoyant and very leaky, and it also makes metal brittle after a period of time. So it's incredibly difficult to contain and store, and it's very precious as well, because actually you need quite a lot of energy to make hydrogen. So there, there are quite a few issues with handling it and, and storing it. Could you articulate how this sensor will enable us to be safer? This sensor will use the latest quantum technology to be able, for the first time, to detect hydrogen at a distance, at a safe distance. So whether we're using hydrogen to fuel trucks or planes, we'll be able to massively enhance the safety of this handling of hydrogen by being able to observe leaks, potential problems from a safe distance. Quantum is quite a hard concept to understand. I really recommend the At The Edge podcast um, if you want to know more about that concept. But we do know it's very good at solving certain computational problems. How does quantum technology fit into this project? David Stothard, leader for optical standoff detection at Fraunhofer Center for Applied Photonics. 
So I'd first of all like to start off by saying I have a great deal of sympathy with anybody trying to penetrate the world of quantum technology. It is a very esoteric, quite intimidating subject. We're not using quantum computing uh, techniques in this application. We're using an endeavour called time-correlated single photon detection, which sounds a lot more intimidating than it actually is. It's a bit like the sonar one might use in a submarine, where we send pulses of light out now rather than sound, and they interact with molecules in the air and scatter back uh, light of different colours. And we detect that uh, and we measure the time of flight, just, just like a sonar does. And the pitch, if you like, of the ping that comes back tells us what the nature of the molecule is and the loudness of that ping tells us what the concentration is. But the problem we have is that the amount of signal coming back is incredibly small. We have to send very large pulses of light out and just get a few photons back. And that's where the quantum aspect comes in because the detectors we're using are fantastically sensitive right down to the single photon level. So they have both exquisite sensitivity and exquisite speed so that we can measure this time of flight and tell where the hydrogen is. So we now know that we can create hydrogen in a clean way and we're bringing new technology online that's going to make it safe to produce it. So this project has brought in many partners who are all contributing uh, to deliver this new new sensor that's going to improve safety across the industry. How is BP able to do that? BP's been absolutely critical in um, developing this consortium uh, in three ways. Firstly, we at Fraunhofer here have already developed some um, hydrogen sensing technology for friends in the nuclear industry using commercial off-the-shelf components. But the size of this and the, and the time of this project is luxurious enough that we can bring in these partners to develop optimised subsystems to meet the applications um, requirement as set down by BP. And that is absolutely critical. We, we innovators are very good at pottering away in our sheds, uh, sort of coming up with solutions, but often without constraint, they are, they're never successful because they don't meet the right price point, they don't reach the required performance points. And so the, the applications expertise of BP will be critical in, in making a, a, both a commercial as well as a technical success of this project. Secondly, there's the market expertise of BP. The um, partners participating in this project are in this for long-term commercial success and they obviously get a great deal of comfort and confidence by the projections and anticipations of BP in a way that they couldn't otherwise get. And thirdly, there's the credibility that uh, BP can bring to the funding council at Innovate UK and Her Majesty's government. It's all very well for us innovators to go and say, you know, we believe that there's a, a need to pitch towards green energy and here's a potential solution that might help it. But that, of course, has so much more credibility when there's a global organisation like BP leading the charge. This high technology consortium has been awarded five million of funding to develop it the government clearly think that this is an important technology for the energy transition. How did this come about rather than BP just paying it for themselves? Often, as you know, Matt, BP likes to spread risk where that's appropriate. And of course, the development of the hydride sensor is highly speculative. So it was, I think, right and proper that we look to UK government to effectively fund this risk to develop something brand new, a world's first and of course, we don't generally as a company get into developing sensors and subsystems where, you know, our main business in the hydrogen economy will be the generation of green electricity to produce green hydrogen. 
to expand our knowledge and experience of carbon capture and storage so that we can produce alternative forms of hydrogen which will help with the decarbonisation agenda. So while it is $5 million worth of funding, not all of that is coming from the UK government. The partners themselves are putting in time and effort in terms of benefiting kind, as are BP, of course, who are leading the project, obviously at our own expense. We are not taking a penny from the government ourselves. We're funding our activities to bring this consortium together and manage and lead the delivery, you know, on our own dime. Thank you. Thanks, Robin. And thank you, David and Tim. What a thoroughly exciting project that is to see brand new technology that's going to bring forward the energy transition and make it safer in doing so. Thank you for listening today. Take a look at our digital and technology career opportunities at bp.com forward slash careers.